And we are back. This is the Whatever Hunt Podcast. <clears throat> I am your host, Alan Hunt. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening in, whether it be in the morning or the evening. I'm happy to have you. Um, once again, happy 2017 to everybody. I hope that so far your year is going the way you want it to go. I hope your year is filled with blessings on top of blessings. I mean that with all sincerity. I really do. Um, I'm jumping right into it today and not a whole bunch of fluff. This is all about getting yourself healthy the way you want to do it. Not about what I say, not about what nobody else says. It's just all about getting yourself healthy the way you want to do it. Now, I'm going to give you my particular format for what I'm doing currently. But I do not want anybody to email me, text me and say, well, Hunt, you said this and Hunt, you said that. This is what I needed to do. No, I'm just going to tell you what I do, right? But prior to that, I did have one email um, last week and somebody asked me a, a good question. And it was, <clears throat> are you going to do Facebook videos, Facebook Live, Periscope, things like that? In the future, maybe, but I like to do one thing at a time. I don't really like to do a whole bunch of different things at one time to the point where my brain just gets rattled. You know what I mean? So if I'm doing podcast, I want to stick to that currently. And then also when it comes to doing things live, my schedule is like really all over the place. And that's not really an excuse. I'm not making an excuse for it. Um, but it is all over the place. I record at so many random times, especially now going into 2017, because my responsibilities have increased and I've taken on a larger role in my personal life. Um, so I, I record at different times, right? So I'm going to do a really hard transition out of that question. And I hope I answered it the best way. And I hope I didn't discourage anybody from trying to listen to me in the future. Hopefully we'll get some videos going. Um, but let me make a hard transition and digress out of that and get right into the gym business or healthy lifestyles, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to start off with just with just the gym in general. The first step people talk about when they say they want to get healthy is, oh, I got to go to the gym. Now, listen, yes, you're going to have to get active and you're going to have to eat healthy. These things go together. You know what I'm saying? They're they're They go hand in hand. You want to get healthier, you start becoming more active and you eat a lot better. But when it, when it comes to the gym, I hear so many different things. So I'm going to just discuss gym phobias really fast. Well, you have two types of people, in my opinion, when it comes to the gym. You have your introverts and you have your extroverts. You have people who really love that social atmosphere in those big box gyms. And I'm not talking about like your small private clubs. I'm talking about large facilities where there are a lot of people. They like those type of atmospheres. And then you have those people, the more introverted crowd, who do not really get their energy from being around a lot of people. They get their energy from being to themselves. 
which I tend to be in that in more of that club. I get more energy being by myself than I do being around a large group of people. I get drained. My energy drains when I'm around too many people straight up. You know what I mean? So if you are in one of these, if you fall in one of these two spectrums, here's what I suggest. If you're more to yourself, you don't like a lot of crowd, you don't like the crowds, you need to get up early. If the gym opens at five, you need to be in there from either five till about noon. That's your type of crowd. And then also you can go in there late at night. If, they, if, you, if you're fortunate enough where your gym closes at maybe 11 o'clock, right? You need to be in there around between 9 p.m. and 11, depending on your lifestyle. And you, you'll make it work. You'll figure it out. Now, if you're a socialite and you like the crowd and that gives you your energy and makes you want to move X, Y, and Z, you need to be in there pretty much like you can go in there Monday through Friday for up until about 8 p.m. That's your crowd right there. You're going to get all the people that you're looking for, right? Now, say, for instance, if you're the introvert who only can go to that particular gym during that time where it's super crowded. The only thing I'm going to say to you is good luck <laughs> because you're going you're gonna to fight for machines. You're going to fight to get to what you need to get to more often than not, unless you're at a super mega large gym. All right. So let's move on to another phobia. Another phobia is diet phobias. Now, I don't really like the word diet because I feel like diet is so temporary, temporary. But I will say that here's one good thing about a diet, in my opinion. It leads you to a goal. It has a start date and an end date. And for a lot of people, you need to develop discipline because when it comes to health, that's the most biggest. That's the biggest thing I run into with people. You have no discipline. You have no work ethic. To the point where you can start something on a Monday and it's not completed until three weeks later to that next Monday. You understand where I'm going? So sometimes diet diets are good for people. And I know people knock it and say, well, you know, we don't want to diet. We want a healthy lifestyle change. But first of all, you need to I feel like you need to test the waters to see if it's really for you. And you need to see which direction you want to go in because there are so many different directions, which leads me to. My next point, this is courtesy of U.S. News. They released their top 10 2017 diet trends, right? Now, I only, I'm only going to list the top three, and you can take this information and do with it as you please. Um, I did not necessarily read each diet format because I just don't have the time to go through all this stuff. When it becomes super popular, it'll usually land in my lap, and I'm like, okay, I'm aware of that. But before I even give you the three, one thing I will say, and I'm pretty sure you will see if you do the research on them, there there will be running parallels in all three, where you'll see a similarity in all three of those. And that's like that's mostly how diets are, or organized nutrition is a is a is a more fancier way to put it. You know what I mean? So you may see lean cuts of meat in all three of these. You may see healthy vegetables, which should be in all three of these. And and, and then you just kind of go from there. You pick and choose and, 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 and formulate your lifestyle for you. 
So the number one from U.S. News, what they said, the DASH diet. Number two is the Mediterranean diet. And number three, the mild diet. I don't know how they come up with the names. I don't know how they formulate them. I don't know if there's like a, I'm pretty sure there is like a research team who comes up with this based on studies and then you put it out to the public, you know? So let me get on to, to me and what I'm doing. And if somebody is interested in this, you can holler at me. I know about this type of eating style, but it's temporary, right? This is not long-term, but if you want to give it a shot, you know, we can, we can work with it. Uh, ketosis is where I'm going for the rest of this podcast. It's all about ketosis. I'm not going to give every single detail to the nook and cranny, but I am just going to give you a basic overview and I'm going to tell you why I do it. And like I said, this is something that I do, right? So what is ketosis? First of all, it's a metabolic state with raised levels of ketones. Your body runs off ketones instead of carbohydrates. Now, real quick, when 2017 hit, I was kind of like, okay, I want to put on like a, a maybe about 10 pounds more of of muscle, right? That was my goal. I said I wanted to do that. But when doing that, with, with, with putting on more muscle, you got to eat more, straight up. You got to eat more. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not looking to be a bodybuilder. I'm just me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't looking to compete or nothing like that. So as I started eating more, especially once I, I was done with my um, personal ambitions, I just didn't like the way I felt. You know, you know, no, no, quite as kept. You can do, you can gain weight by just eating a, eating a lot more rice and, and potatoes and stuff like that. But this is not the episode for that. Uh, we can get into something like that later on. But I just didn't like the way I felt. You know, I feel better when my weight is kind of down, stomach is kind of down, waistline is down, not carrying around as much water weight. You know, I feel better because I weigh uh, roughly 209. I, I float between 209 and 215 when on my walking around. When I'm just chilling, I'm not looking to, to cut. I'm not looking to get bigger. I'm just kind of just chilling. What I call my off season, so to speak, you know, especially during the winter. So a lot of people say, well, I want to cut down for the summer, but you wait until May and June, like it's over with, it's too late. You might, you're working for, you're hustling for the winter at that point. You want to start cutting down now. You straight up. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, it's, it's not even February yet, or it's almost February. You need to start cutting down in January. And when you cut down in January, you got February, March, April. By the time May hit, you got three months of cut cutting and it's done. And I say three months because that should be about all it should take. Now, I'm not saying that if you are morbidly obese, of course, your weight loss period is going to be a lot more different than somebody who just needs to lose maybe 15 to 20 pounds. I don't want you to get it twisted. So somebody who's looking to lose 15 to 20 pounds, you have that three month time period where you can kind of slim down, see your muscles come out, everything you've worked hard 
on in 2016, they get to show in 2017 after you go through this period, right? So we're just going to stop there and I'm going I'm to backtrack into ketosis um, and why I'm doing it. So I did ketosis. I got into ketosis, which is very, it's not necessarily hard, but you have to have discipline, right? So it took me roughly eight or nine days to get into ketosis, right? So I increased my fats and I dropped my carbohydrates. So the rule was, it's a basic rule. Let me get that, get those notes. I want to make sure I give you the correct information. I look at it more like 70, 20, 10, 70% fats, 20% protein, 10% carbohydrates. Now you can tweak those carbohydrates and bring it down to 5% if need be. And then also you can bring and you'll bring the protein up, right? Or either you'll put that 5% from the carbohydrates into the fats, which is more of what the, what anybody who does keto who lives a ketogenic lifestyle consistently, they would probably recommend that. I'm not an expert. I've done it once, got out of ketosis, and now I'm trying to. I want to get back in it. I'm, I'm, I want to get back into ketosis. So I'm just giving you this information, and you can do with it as you see fit. But I'm not an expert on it. So, like I said, I did not want to gain too much weight. I wasn't interested in it. Like I said, my walk around when I walk around at about. 210, I'm comfortable right there, but I want to come back down to about 200, maybe 195, 200. So I'll do this for it for just a few weeks because I don't have that much to lose. And then I'll slowly come out of it, right? When you get off of something, you don't want to just jump back into your old lifestyle. You want to increase those calories just slowly. It's, it's just a small gain, right? So, and remember, I said I wanted to get bigger, but I have no reason to get bigger. Like I said, I'm not trying to compete or anything. And my number one rule for everybody listening, always, always, always choose health over vanity. Choose health over vanity. I cannot preach that and stress that enough. You can have somebody walking around five foot eight, 230 pounds, healthy as an ox. And then you can have somebody walking around five foot eight, 160 pounds, looking like they about to die. And they are about to die because their heart is just terrible. Health over vanity all day. And I did not want to, you know what I'm saying, increase all those calories and blow the hell up and then not feel good. Like straight up. It's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? So remember, health over vanity. If you're interested in the ketogenic lifestyle, you got to increase your fats and you got to drop your carbohydrates. So what are the fats that you can take in? You can't just you can't just eat whatever fats you want, right? You can't just go put down a a a gang of cheese. We we don't want that. Here are some healthy fats. Keyword, healthy fats. Avocados, nuts, coconut oil, and peanut butter, just to name a few, just to get your mind going in the right direction. These are some of the healthy fats. If you need some more, you can either holler at me or you can Google it. It's like straight up. You can Google all this information. Now, what about the carbohydrates? Because remember, 
you're only getting like 10% carbohydrates, like straight up. So what do you eat? For me, my carbs at the time when I did it last year were around 30 grams. Now that's actually high, but I live a active lifestyle. I lift weights. I run. I do hit. I'm active at least five or six days out of every single week. So I burn a lot of those carbohydrates like like that, you know? So for me, I have mine around 30, 30 grams. Now for you, and I got into, got into ketosis like that. And I'll tell you how to get into, I'll tell you how you can test it to see if you get in um, at a, at a, in a few minutes. So if you have a very sedentary lifestyle, which I don't recommend, but you just don't need to, and you don't need 30 grams, you might want to bring yours under 20, like straight up, be under 20 grams, and then you can go from there. So I'm not telling you to just eat like green leafy vegetables as your carbohydrates. You're going to have to find out what works for you. I'm going to keep saying that ketosis is not for everybody. You're going to have to find out what works for you. I know it works for me. And as far as just cutting down, like that was out of everything I've ever done in my life. That was the best cutting formula that I've ever experienced. And another thing with, with, with the ketogenic lifestyle that I will say, which is great, not only with the, uh, your appearance, you know, and also how you feel, but how you feel mentally, because I had way more energy. I sprung out of bed in the morning. I actually didn't sleep as long as I normally did. And it wasn't even because I was, you, you, you're not really hungry because those healthy fats really will keep you full. I just had a different, just had a different mindset. I felt like I was, uh, I have way more energy, you know? And, and I have those same cravings just like everybody else. Like I love sweets, you know, I love ice cream. Anybody who knows me on a personal tip, you know, I got to get my ice cream straight up. But when I have that ice cream, like I had maybe like, like once I got into ketosis, I got so excited. And then I had like a, a cheat meal in my head. So I had like the, I said, I'm having me a cheat meal. You know, I got excited about it. Soon as I had that daggone cheat meal, I had some like ice cream and pizza. That's always my go-to. Either like fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. Boom. Knocked me right out. I went to go test it. I was out like really, really, really quickly. Like knocked out of ketosis. There was no way for me to get back in. Nothing I could do about it, but just wait a few more days. So maybe... I started getting, but I, you know, I continue my workouts and the more working out you do, the more, you know what I'm saying? The easier it is to get into ketosis. So about three or four days back in following the plan or the macronutrients, I got right back in. So for you, if you are thinking about doing it nine or 10 days, it's going to take you and then you'll be able to get in. But remember the rule, the golden rule between 70 to 75% fats you want to stay around 20 grams of protein and maybe 5 to 10% carbohydrates. That's where you want to stay at. Don't worry about the calories. Don't even stress the calories when you're doing this. The calories will take care of themselves. And you'll notice there's not much that you can eat. So you're not going to be able to just go ham on a whole bunch of food. Because if you stick with this macronutrient plan, 70, 20, 10, 
you'll see you're not getting in that many calories, but you'll have enough calories to maintain a healthy, active lifestyle. Now, with every good thing, there's always something bad, right? So some of the side effects. Now, I didn't experience this, but I have to tell you this. This is um, courtesy of the Mayo Clinic. You can you can Google this as well. Headaches, bad breath, weakness, fatigue, constipation or diarrhea. Any low carbohydrate formula, you're going to have side effects because majority of the United States or the majority of population period, we run off glucose. That's how you get your energy. That's how you get through the day. That's how you spend time with your family and your friends and all that good stuff. Your energy comes from that. And maybe some coffee here and there. So the headache. I did experience a headache maybe four or five days in, but it was so minor that I didn't even pay attention to it. But they call these symptoms the keto flu. You know what I'm saying? And I think for me, the reason why I didn't catch all of this stuff is because I've been relatively healthy and living a healthy, active, strong, healthy lifestyle since I was 21. So I'm 32 now. I've been toying with stuff for over 10 years, trying things out, testing it out, seeing what happens, not being not being scared to take risks. So the I may have may have experienced pitfalls, but I didn't pay attention to it because I knew it came with the territory. So I'm telling you this information so you'll be aware of it. Don't be alarmed. Um, But but capital B-U-T, do not try any of this stuff until you go talk to a health care professional. Right. Your doctor, pretty much your physician, you know, because even um, I had a sinus infection not too long ago and I talked to my physician about keto, the ketogenic lifestyle. And she was telling me that pretty much, yeah, you know, it's nothing wrong with you trying it because you're healthy. You know what I'm saying? You're healthy and you're active. You can test it out. You know what I'm saying? You know your body's limitations. And that's the biggest thing, knowing your body. So like I said, contact your healthcare professional and see what he or she recommends, if it's good or not for you, if it's good for you or not. Um... So just remember, focus on the fats, healthy fats, and also cut down on the carbohydrates, right? So that's where I'm going. I'm going to keep you up to date on it every couple weeks, maybe let you know. I'm not doing this long, maybe eight weeks, if that, once I hit my my um, weight loss goal, I'm, I'm pretty much done, and I'm going to try to maintain you know what I'm saying? Like 195, between 195 and 200. I'm going to try to stay in that range, you know, with basic healthy eating, you know, not like be done with keto, with the, not like be done with ketosis. And then all of a sudden I'm going to go eat up the entire place. Now you may hear me come on and say, well, I had a cheat meal. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. I lift weights religiously. You know what I'm saying? I love lifting weights. So when you lift weights for men and women, we know we want them to, we want our muscles to feel full. We want to, we want to fill out in our shirts and things like that. So sometimes I may have like a high carbohydrate meal 
on the weekends normally would probably be like pizza or something. And then Sunday when I wake up, on Monday morning when I wake up, my muscles have filled in. All that work I've done all week, I want to see it sometimes. So I fill them in. It will knock you out of ketosis straight up. You're coming out. But if you go, if you get back on your grind for two or three days, you will get back into ketosis. And how do you know if you're in ketosis? Ketone test strips are available at your pharmacy. Just go grab a bottle. How do you test for it? Of course, you pee on it. Pee on the stick. You'll see the colors change and you'll be good to go, right? Don't be alarmed. It's not nasty or anything like that. It ain't even that deep. You can do it in the morning when you wake up and then you'll see. So try it out if you're interested in the ketogenic lifestyle. I did not go in depth too bad, I don't think. I think I gave you a good base overview. And remember, contact your healthcare professional before you get into this game. You know what I'm saying? I think you'll like it, though. If you really want to lose weight, I think you should give it a shot. Um, contact me. We can, we, we'll pretty much be doing it together because I'm recording this podcast now. I'm releasing this podcast the same day I'm recording it. So holler at me if you got any questions. And remember, if you come back to me and you say, well, Hunt said I should do the ketogenic lifestyle and, and all of a sudden my metabolism is all jacked up because I ain't know what I was doing. I'm going to say whatever. 